What's going on, Sugar Rebels? Welcome to episode 23 of Keto and Life Hacks. Today's episode is going to talk about prolonged fasting and how to successfully do it. Um, I actually just finished a 97 hour fast and it's the longest I've ever done. So far, I was actually aiming for 120 hours. If you've seen some of my posts on Facebook or Instagram last week, And so I figured um, I would share with you guys some of my tips that helped me kind of get through it, even though I didn't hit my actual goal of 120 hours. And I'll tell you kind of a little bit more of why I did and did it. And I did end my fast at 97 hours and, you know, how you can kind of get to that point or even longer. And so these are my tips. I have about 12 of them that I wrote down. And so it's going to be short. It's just basically best practices. But before I get there, what I want to uh, make sure is that um, you are cleared by your doctor too fast. I'm not a medical doctor. Um, If you want a actual doctor's advice or take on this, or maybe you want to do your own research, look at the studies, look at what other doctors are doing in terms of how um, they're implementing this with their, their patients. A great book on this, if you listen to my other fasting podcast episodes, is uh, a book called The Complete Guide to Fasting by Dr. Jason Fung. And, you know, I wouldn't attempt a prolonged fast without the tips that I am giving you today. And these are just, again, best practices based on my experience it's not like the be all and end all but these are the tips that i found that has worked best for me and for the clients that have done this with me so tip number one is a few weeks or a few days leading up to the the prolonged fast so a prolonged fast i would say would be like 36 hours or more Um, I wouldn't consider 24 hours long um, at all, Um, especially if you've been doing some kind of intermittent fasting. Well, you know, you know, you just don't have that appetite. You don't have the cravings. So if you aren't already, let's say maybe you're using a prolonged fast to maybe reset your body or kind of break a plateau, more than likely you may have gotten some foods in that maybe you're not supposed to as much right you maybe you weren't maybe a strict with your food choices as far as whether it's keto or not so what i would do a few days or a few weeks leading up to whatever week you planned your prolonged fast in is to intentionally get back on track not only will it make your fast much better it will also help you realize if you know do you really need a fast or do you just need to kind of go back to the basics of keto right so again it will help with that because once you're fat adapted you don't have the blood glucose fluctuations that come when you're eating carbs or when you're just eating a high protein low carb approach right because you now have the ketones that's going to fuel you during your fast so the hunger is not going to be as bad um, if 
compared to if you were you know maybe coming off of a not so good weekend uh, maybe you just partied too much or maybe you went out with friends or went to a party and had some non-keto carbs there right so that's tip number one eat clean eat intentionally eat clean intentionally is a better way of saying it tip number two is intermittent fast for a few days or a few weeks basically you want to work your way up to a longer fast and if you've listened to the keto and, and, and intermittent fasting episode you would know how to do that already so if you haven't be sure to go back to that but again i highly recommend that you do like small intermittent fasting periods first of like 14 to 18 to 24 hours so like maybe start with 14 one week and then the next week you can do 16 hours five days a week and then you can do 24 hours you know once a week with your 16 8 eating schedule for for the the third week and then do like a prolonged fast and see kind of how much longer you can do it and then you know you don't necessarily have to go to like 120 hours right away but maybe work your way up to 36 work your way up to 48 to 72 right so kind of incrementally increase and that's actually my point of uh of you know why i wasn't able to make the 120 hours i think i was kind of just like being very ambitious when i set my goal because i heard oh at day four you're gonna start making stem cells and i just got excited about that so so i'm gonna go for five days because i want to extend that stem cell regeneration uh period right so um don't be hung up on that number but just work your way up to to a longer fast if that makes sense number three is prehydrate and what i mean by that is same thing with clean eating prior to your planned prolonged fast what i would recommend is to also be more intentional with how you're hydrating yourself so again hydration is a combination of water and electrolytes or salts right pink himalayan sea salt so intentionally add in more of that in your water in your food drink more water more intentionally maybe set an alarm for like 20 ounces five times a day right to make sure that you are well hydrated going into your fast because again it will make your prolonged fasting uh, period or session much much easier where you're going to be less hungry because most of the time when you get hungry on a fast it's not because you're hungry most of the time number one it's emotional your body's or physio physiological your body's just used to eating around that time number two is emotional right if we're feeling stressed or we lack sleep the night before we might turn into eating more because maybe we have more appetite we have more cravings after those times of the day and then number three most of the time also is that we're not properly hydrated meaning we're not drinking enough water and electrolytes and that can cause hunger signals actually fake hunger signals because it's really that you need to hydrate instead of you need to eat food so that would that would really help tremendously number 
four, if you're going to, if you're not used to like a, or just a water fast, uh, and you know, since you've been listening to this one, you know that I use ketones as well and broth during my, my fast. So it's not technically like a real, real fast because your body is actually getting nutrients, um, and your muscles are protected. You know, you have, uh, a fuel source uh, with the exogenous ketones even though you may not be making as much endogenously by following the meal plan so you can utilize those tools if you'd like during the your intermittent fasting schedules or the prolonged fasting so if you're going to utilize those tools or supplements be sure to get those ready obviously and have them handy and have enough to to last you during however long you're planning that that fast for number six is have a tracking app for your fast and the one that i use is life and i really like it over the other ones i think it's because it's user friendly very easy to set up and um it actually just keeps me accountable uh, and which is actually the next step is you know have some accountability so for me just seeing how long i've been fasting on the app just keeps me motivated it's like oh i've only already gone 24 hours so i'm gonna keep going until 36 and then i kind of just use that incrementally to motivate myself to the next kind of segment right so if it's 36 i'm looking forward to the next 48 hours to where it shows 48 hours and then 60 hours and then 72 hours right so it's just another motivating uh, factor for me to see those the hours add up and then the next tip is accountability i think i kind of mess up the numbers but number seven is accountability so what i did is i told my friends i'm doing <laughs> a prolonged fast so i have their support they can hold me accountable if i'm feeling hungry if i just want to give in right i also told people on my on my social media platforms right because I, I if I if I've told you if I told the public that I'm gonna do it then more than likely I'm going to follow through it and that's just how I see it and that's why I like that kind of ability groups because I think they're very effective in, in a way as well even though you're not physically there but they know that you're doing that so you can't really like post pictures of food or whatever right so number eight is drink water when hunger comes again because most of the time when you feel hungry during a prolonged fast it's typically because you're not well hydrated so what i did when whenever hunger came is i would drink that 20 ounce shaker bottle you know ice water i'll put some electrolytes in there as well and chug that um, in about you know two minutes and that helped make me feel full and actually helped me ride the hunger and speaking of hunger Tip number nine is you have to remind yourself that hunger comes in waves. It doesn't last very long. It, you know, you've noticed this when you're like maybe, you know, you're in a meeting, you, you're, you're hungry, and then the meeting lasted much longer than you expected. And then by the time the meeting is done, you're actually not hungry like the hunger passed. So hunger is like that all of the time. Once your body knows that it's not going to get any food, it's just going to shut it off. Um, that hunger signal. 
know. And so if you know that fact and that hunger comes, then, you know, you can just say in that weak moments, like, okay, I just, I'm just going to ride this wave of hunger because I know it's going to pass pretty soon. And then it becomes easier once you tell yourself that because then you stop thinking about it. You stay busy. And that's actually the other tip. Stay busy. And then you forget about it. And then by the time you know it, you realize it, that hunger is gone. So the next tip is number 10 is stay busy. Not necessarily stressful, but stay busy. So, you know, make sure that, you know, if you're at work, that you have, you're focusing on your work. You know, maybe if you need to do phone calls that, you know, you're doing that, that you're basically preoccupied. You know, or if you're working from home um, or maybe a stay at home, you know, you work on the yard or, you know, do something fun where it's going to take your mind off of, you know, wanting to eat. So that way, you know, you're you're preoccupied. So you don't think about eating that much and then you forget because you're so busy and then you forget that you're hungry. So you just basically end it ending up riding that hunger wave without even knowing it because you're staying busy and i say stay busy not stressful because sometimes what i what happened and one of the reasons why i had to cut it off at 97 hours was i misplanned my schedule last week where i didn't realize how stressful the that last week was going to be and I found that it was harder for me to ride that hunger wave uh, whenever that stressful situation came and um, of course you can't always plan for any stressful situation but now knowing that um, ahead of time I I'm going to look at my schedule ahead of time for that week to make sure that it's not like so full that I'm stressed but full enough that I'm just busy and occupied if that makes sense and um, number 11, I think I already messed up all my numbers, but you you know you have 12 tips, is schedule um, for, le- I, I think I already said that. Um, and then number 12, do you have any social events for when that prolonged fast is done? So this is what I didn't plan for. I didn't realize that I had two social events this past weekend and basically what happened was um my one of my friends had a surprise birthday party for her husband at a bar (laughs) and uh the other one is uh my my mother-in-law decided to um cook her her signature dish which i absolutely love and can't say no to um and invited some family members and you know whenever i'm with family like i'm a little bit more lax um with the rules especially if my mother-in-law's cooking because she's just a great cook um and so i didn't realize that and so what i what i originally wanted and ideally what you want to do coming off of a fast is to make sure that you don't have any social events as well as much as possible where you're not going to be tempted to drink or to get off track you know and add carbs right away because ultimately your body is like freshly clean detoxified you know especially if you did a 97 hour fast like i did and um you know sometimes that can be rough on your digestive system if it's not ready for 
for it and I felt like it really made a difference because um, I felt a little bit bloated after those two events and so you know good to know for future reference and um, you know these are my notes so that I can actually like internalize it and make sure that I'm better prepared for the next time and um, again I want to mention that I initially planned for a 120 hour fast and when when that 97 hour mark came around I was just so hungry and um, I got so stressed that night that I'm like you know what it's not worth it having a bad experience on a fast um, and so I'm just going to cut it cut it off and not feel bad about meeting the 120 hour goal that I initially set um, and I just felt much better after I, I, I ate so what happened prior to that fourth day was three nights in a row I did not expect to not get a good good amount of sleep or a sound sleep and you know sometimes it happens during a fast where your body's just so wired because you know you're running on ketones even though you feel tired and you feel like you can go to sleep you may not be able to go to that deep sleep because your body is going through this repair recovery healing process inside um, and then by actually by day that morning of day four I was looking forward because everyone says oh by day four you just feel amazing and um, so I was looking forward to day four actually I'm like oh okay this is the first time I'm gonna go into day four of this prolonged fast and I'm so excited to feel it and I woke up uh, with a mild fever which is probably normal because if you're thinking that your your body is making new white blood cells and then getting rid of old cells then you can expect a little bit of a fever but I did not expect it on day four I was expected to feel amazing and by that time the toll of the lack of sleep the previous nights have taken a toll and so I just decided to cut it because again I didn't want it to be a bad experience and I didn't want it to be a stressful experience either for me and for my body so I hope that helps it's a little bit longer I know I kind of mess up the numbers so I apologize I was writing my tips pretty fast and I did not number them correctly but hopefully you get the gist of it again these are best practices um, if you have any questions about any of the best practices I mentioned to, uh, today feel free to again you know like always message me on on the sugar rebel on Facebook or Instagram or on my personal pa Facebook page at Anna Dornier, D-O-R-N-I-E-R. -E and I'll, I'll be happy to answer any questions that you guys may have. But again, I highly recommend if you want to go direct to the source to look up Dr. Jason Fung's complete guide to fasting book because I think it's really awesome and it for me it was helpful for me to know the the science behind things because it just makes me want to do it because it helps me know what's going on inside my my body and what I'm doing it for and that just that's another layer of accountability that I put in there that I found that has helped me over the years which is why I like to teach this stuff because I find that there's a lot of people like me as well that likes to know why they're doing things and it just makes sense so they're more compliant in, in following through whatever they need to do so hopefully that helps until next time i'll see you guys then have a good one